0: season it was.
1: Man, it was the best.
0: Like, literally one of, probably the best out of our six years of marriage.
1: Yeah. I think. No, it was the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, we had two
1: kids this time. Yeah. And then we got to just create our own traditions.
0: I know. That was cool. I know. Um, That's not what I want to spend this opening time speaking about,
1: though. Ooh, intentional opening
0: time. That's right. What I want to spend this time talking about is men and fashion oh boy so there are some men in this world that have like just a sense of style they have their own unique thing going and whether you like Thank it or you. not
1: Continue. it's oh <laughs> okay this is <laughs> clearly that's not true go ahead
0: um so like you know whether you like it or not it's very distinctly them mm-hmm. they're proud of it you know it looks good or bad usually good but it's it's distinctly them mm-hmm. Then you have men who just follow the trends and it doesn't always look <laughs> good on them. Like, you know, maybe skinny jeans should never been a thing for them or maybe right. the polo shirts or the Hollister shirt, you know, whatever. It just it didn't work out for them. But you know what? At least they were on brand with the times. And then you have men, if left to their own devices, would just be in basketball shorts and mm-hmm. white t-shirts every day of their lives. And it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's following along with me. And it's just like, <laughs> okay, cool. You like basketball. You like video games. Yeah. Like, you clearly don't have a sense of style and you just, you want to do what you want to do, which is not <laughs> think about it at all. Mm-hmm. And then there are men like my husband. <laughs> I, that knew I knew it. Do it.
1: I knew I was gonna be the part of this where it was like, that "This is a lesson for you." I have Chris. a
0: very, very, very dis, like decided sense of style. You like about? they know what they want, <laughs> but we don't. Like what what is happening? If we're on a scale from taste zero to taste, yeah, Chris is like quinoa and a milkshake. <laughs> what is happening? What, what is happening? You... The, de- the decisions he makes. What does this mean? To, to just <laughs> choose that. I have the greatest example, yeah, which is why I... I'm bringing this okay, up. Okay,
1: I was going to say I need an example.
0: Uh-huh. Like you don't know. <laughs> so I told my husband, this is talking about taste, not just, not just clothes. Yeah. I told my husband that in this new year, I would like to replace our couch. Oh. Uh... I, <laughs> I said... <laughs> For the record, I am not a, like, tan, beige, sad mom. I, you know, I have a little flavor in my house. I've got some green tones. I would consider myself, like, maybe... Postmodern, you know i don't know mm-hmm. i'm a little i have a little bit of thrift vibe yeah. to me you got some good style. yeah know. exactly and so it's I've like an eclectic on, on stage yeah. it's a collection of things from different timelines, <laughs> is what i would say so our couch it's like a tannish green it's got some flavor to it it's got a yeah. bed inside of it which is convenient mm-hmm. for guests but it's really run down from our children and it's time for us to get a new one yeah so I say to my husband, I don't even care if we get it from Facebook Marketplace. I just
1: okay. want Hold a on. new I think.
0: couch. And I don't care what the timeline is. We could take the entire year to figure no. it out. And today Nobody's I gonna get to hear this
1: story correctly by the way today, you're telling it.
0: Today I get a text message <laughs> while my husband is walking the dogs. Yeah. Of a picture. Guys, like boys, you may not understand this. So I hope you do, but you may not. But moms, women, you're gonna get it. I get a picture <laughs> of my four year old son sitting <laughs> on a lipstick. I'm talking Taylor Swift lipstick <laughs> red leather yeah. love seat nice. that is outside <laughs> of the dumpster <laughs> that has a sign on it that says free. free. <laughs> Let's take down the basics. Kay. Outside of the dumpster, uh-huh. my son is sitting on it mm-hmm. when he should be nowhere near a dumpster. Okay, it's been in the cold Illinois weather. <laughs> it's a love seat. <laughs> it's leather, and it's bright lipstick red. And he says in this message, "You want it?"
1: And, what? He, and you replied with the haha. I was like, "Huh?"
0: What <laughs> does this mean? When he came home I legit thought it was a joke. I was like, Babe, was that a joke? You're like, No, I you said you didn't want our couch. And I'm like, So you offer okay. me a dumpster red leather kit love no. seat? See, this is Make where this is sense.
1: This is where everybody listening is gonna flip and be on my side. Oh, okay. okay. As I'd a man As a man, I got a problem solved for you. Okay. You said to me <laughs> days ago, it's time we get a new couch. Me, I'm like, Lord, deliver us a oh, couch. whatever. It was right there, right after Christmas.
0: No. I'm sure
1: somebody got a nice couch, and they're like, this couch is perfectly nice. No No, hips, no they got no a new nothing. couch and
0: said, it's time to get rid of <laughs> the, from... <laughs> I don't even know who would own that, that we stole from Bugs Bunny. It's yeah. time to get okay. rid of Bugs Bunny's old couch. That's what happened, and then you offer it up to me. This thing, <laughs> I swear to you, if I get one single DM that says "show me a picture of the couch," I'm posting it on social media and tagging <laughs> you in it. Like it was it's, so bad, you guys. It like, felt I, nice. And I walked away thinking. I walked away. I walked away going after six years of marriage he doesn't know (laughs) that i don't want a red leather and then i said it to him i was like six years of marriage and you don't know that the red leather ain't for me and what did i say and you go i don't know i just figured it's better than what we have yeah in what (laughs) world he's like we can probably all fit if we squeeze it's a love seat that's red leather how is it better than what we have because
1: babe fashion is changing all the time there are times where you say things that you're like, ooh, this is really good. And I trust you because you know fashion. And I'm like, whoa, everything I've heard or believed well, is trust, wrong.
0: Don't trust so, yourself, babe.
1: Don't trust <laughs> yourself. So I'm like, maybe, maybe, like, why not just send it out? Maybe okay. you're like, red leather you know is why? so in. nobody have been dropping hints. I'm like, oh, you've been dropping hints? <laughs> you could have been. Let me, a me right ask cow you something, around. babe. Yeah.
0: I, love your, I love your train of thought here. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're trying to tell <laughs> me is when you think something, you're like, I wouldn't personally like this, but it could. it's the complete opposite of what I'm thinking, yeah. in which case it might actually be fashionable. <laughs> you took a look at that red leather couch and you <laughs> said, I hate this thing? Was that your first thought? Or did you think to yourself, this is a nice couch?
1: Well, in all honesty, <laughs> I kind of thought, it would be nice to watch a basketball game sitting on it. I am so it.
0: over you. I'm so over you. I, I thought cannot. maybe you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh. The legs Ooh, pulled out man. I didn't on. even tell you that I part. I can't even talk about it anymore. Isn't it? before oh,
1: anybody gosh. is like, "Man, this guy he isn't fashionable, like it's all weird." I have two words for you adam sandler okay that man is every every man's fashion hero children
0: make fun of him during (laughs) spirit week that's how bad his fashion is
1: i it was basically like an adam sandler couch it was an Adam. that's
0: the perfect way to put it it. and on that note i'm michael wineland and i'm
1: chris wineland
0: and you're listening to the the modern Modern christian Podcast. podcast Okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, our new mugs. I love them. That's
1: right. We got new mugs. The Modern Christian.
0: Yeah. Chris got me a mug that says the Modern Christian for Christmas. I opened it up and I was like, this is so cute. Mm -hmm. And then like three gifts later, I opened up another one and I'm like, oh, you got me two. And he's like. I figured we could use them together. So I was like, okay, I
1: like it. (laughs) Well, I just, like, I'm always drinking coffee when we do this podcast. I'm always drinking coffee when we do everything. Yeah, same. But I remember there was one particular radio show. I'm not going to say what it is because I I probably can't. But one particular radio show that I did regularly, they Mm -hmm. didn't allow coffee. And I think you remember me telling you this complaint. is like I wasn't allowed to bring coffee onto the set.
0: Wait, but you had a coffee mug from them.
1: I had a, yes, I took it from the, (laughs) I took it from somebody. It was, it was the, um, the financer. I had to walk into their office and I said, I didn't know you guys had mugs. I was told you don't. And she said, well, they had this a long time ago. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And she goes, you can have mine. And I said, great. And I took
0: it. Oh, nice. That's sweet of her. Yeah. But that's funny that they had coffee mugs, but they, I didn't know they didn't allow coffee, but knowing you. (laughs) <laughs> does it make sense yeah
1: it does, <laughs> it does. we get to make our own rules here though so. that was
0: like a million dollar studio yes and so
1: oh i would have spilled everywhere
0: are you just now getting my joke
1: yeah oh That's, i thought you just meant because i good. would just drink it too much and be in the middle of it they'd be like chris and i'm like <gasps> what
0: <laughs> so, no no my joke well. was that you would literally destroy all of their things <laughs>
1: On oh, a real note, I would. Everything was so expensive. I You're know, right. I know. So I probably did they didn't. break something.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, this was a really good Christmas season and New Year's. We yeah. had so much fun and being in the city. I mean, technically, this is our second like holiday season spending mm-hmm. in the city. But for some reason, this one felt more legit. Maybe because after a year of living here, we're like legitimate Illinoisans, Yeah, so like the word Chicagoans.
1: Yeah, let's go with Chicagoans. Yeah. Nothing yeah. against the Illinoisites, but oh, okay, you know. those. Yeah, They're <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, definitely, we're. <laughs> I feel. I, I agree. I feel a lot more of a Chicagoan. I feel like we're still putting roots down, but we're trying to. Uh, we have a better pace than last yeah. year. I felt like last year it was like. Getting onto a running train, that's what it felt like to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I don't have anything yeah, that yeah. I need. So, here I feel like we really planned it, and, yeah. and we liked it.
0: Actually, this is a really hard. good example. It's like last year for Christmas, two of Johnny's gifts were actually repeats from the gift he got last year in Arizona. Because when we moved, yeah. we kind of, like, had misplaced some of his toys, and we felt really guilty. Yeah. Like, that's how behind we were. That's like We true. just have to replace what he once had. And he was super happy to have oh, it. Oh, yeah. I still felt kind of He's guilty. He's always <laughs> happy.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then now we get into, so we've talked about this on this podcast. We love the fall. Mm-hmm. Christmas is our mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. But one thing that we don't talk about or we haven't talked about yet, which we're going to talk about in this podcast, is the new year to me
0: yeah, is my for, Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. Like, whereas the holidays is my, like, fun, like, I eat everything. The new year to me is, like, uh, it's, like, the start of something great for 2024. Yeah. And I don't just mean January 1st. I mean, like, the year, which we'll talk about in a second. Well,
0: you mean the month of January.
1: Yeah, I guess the month of January. I mean, you but- can't
0: just say <laughs> I love the whole year. Like, I guess that's okay. a good point. Guess,
1: yeah, that would be a little confusing. The month yeah. of January.
0: Yeah yeah chris if you hadn't already picked up is definitely like a golden retriever like if you know doug from up you could get him excited about anything and Mm -hmm. i don't mean that like in a simpleton way because you know doug could be a little simpleton and you're not you are a super nerd and i love it you're a super smart man but he could genuinely get enthusiastic about any topic i know and so he's like the new year so much to be had and i'm like Okay, Like, for me personally, as someone who likes to sleep in, mm. someone who doesn't really like Mondays, someone who <laughs> consider themselves more of a Garfield. Yeah. Um, you January, do like Italian me, food? I do. January for me is, like, the Monday of the entire year. Mm. It's just, like, cold, and I'm not interested, and let's move past it. And I, you know, it takes me... It, well, now that I have kids, I can wake up at any time. But if left to my own devices um, or my own wishes, I wouldn't wake up until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm. So when it comes to like waking up and being ready for the year, right around March when it's like, you know, birthday month. That's when you're like, okay. That's when I'm like, okay, 2024, I'm here for you. I'm <laughs> awake. I'm alive. I like it. I like yeah. it. But January and February, I spend kind of in hibernation. But not this year. Not yeah. this year. And we've got good plans, and I'm excited about it.
1: Well, this just goes to show the differences of our personality. This why I love this podcast. <laughs> and so many people that have listened have pointed out the fact that they enjoy, like, there's some differences, but yet we find, obviously, so much in common. Like, we're yeah. married and stuff. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> right, right, um, right. But, like, when you said that, you know, it's, oh, it's like a Monday. I'm like, Mondays are my favorite days. (laughs) I wake up, I get into whatever I'm doing, and I'm like, I will get more done on a Monday than I will throughout any other day of the week. That's just me, and I love it. And if you remember, because you and I have worked together at churches, you know, many times... I don't like doing meetings on a Monday. I would rather do meetings on a Tuesday or like, you know, let me get in, let me do my thing, and yeah. then we meet. Or if it's on a Monday, let's do it at the end of the day so that I can get through everything and then like get there. Yeah. Because um, I just and I'm like, it.
0: please let there be meetings. I just want to sit, drink coffee, <laughs> yeah. and hardly talk.
1: Yeah, you do. You love that. You're like, all right, let's just get through it. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm buying at the bit. It's a Monday, <laughs> so that's that's how I kind of treat the month of January, and I set goals. Like, the week before, um, between Christmas and New Year's, you know me, um, right. I'm always setting goals. Like, I'm, I write them down, and so for everybody listening, we're going to kind of talk about um, goal setting, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because that's, like, literally your secret to life. Like, that's one another one of the reasons why I... Well, I don't even know. I was going to say the one of the reasons I married you, but that's not true at all. I didn't find it out until after we were already married <laughs> how you operate with goals, but, like, I guess where the fruit comes in is that it goes to show what you set out to do, you accomplish. And Mm -hmm. that is definitely something I saw before we got married. I just didn't know, like, kind of the secret to it. And since, you know, hearing it, witnessing it, watching it, I'm like, yeah, actually there is something special to this that more people should do, a.k.a. even myself. So why don't we start off with just, like, because I'm curious, how Mm -hmm. long have you been doing that for? Because when we got married – You had a note in your wallet that had your goals for the year, and you've been doing that for a long time. So, when did that start?
1: I had been doing that, I think I was around 24, and I went to a conference for artists, and it was actually a person that was speaking, was Taylor Swift's uh, stage manager, I think is what it was, and he, I learned so much from him, and one of the things that he did is he said, write your mission statement on a piece of paper. Um, on one side and then write your goals on the other side and then put that in your wallet and keep it with you So I took that and I said well, what if I do goals every year my personality is and I think this is where like Why I like to accomplish goals and mm-hmm. then like I'm not gonna sit here and list uh, goals that I've you know accomplished Obviously, there's things that I haven't accomplished, but yeah. there's a ton of things I think there's a, a list of things you could say. Oh, yeah He said he was gonna do that and he did right. it And so for me, I have short term goals and I have long term goals and the short term goals all point towards the long term goals so that that that's how it gets. So like long term goals I have are 10 years out. Short term goals are within 90 days to a year. So that's kind of like what keeps me motivated to get the big, big stuff that people are like, oh, how does anybody get there? Right. Uh, That's kind of how I do it. So I've been doing that since I was like 24. Okay. cool. Yeah, and that's so really cool. And so basically,
0: you were saying that that guy was basically saying like, put your goals and your mission statement on a piece of paper and put it in your wallet to hold it with you. And you thought, I'll just do that at the top of every year, a new mission statement and new right. set of goals, just to keep things fresh. Yeah. So between I like that
1: between Christmas and New Year's, what I do is I pray about it. I even start praying about it during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. But I go, God, what can I put on this list that's beyond me? And something I can believe and have faith that you can do with me in it, that you can also be glorified in it and, uh, and things that I can write down. And so usually I write down like five or six things and then I kind of, um, put that in my wallet and I work on those things all year. Yeah. And there's some years where I get, um, one or two done and there's some years, one epic year, I got every single thing done, Yeah, even though they <laughs> – it's like a, a long yeah, story. Yeah, it wasn't
0: quite – exactly. Well, actually, I was going to bring that up because I thought it was pretty funny. Um, There was one year where you were like, um, I accomplished everything on my goal list for the year. And I was mm-hmm. like, you did? Because you, like, put some crazy stuff on there. And one of them <laughs> was – I want to be on Conan. Yeah,
1: appear on Conan. Yeah,
0: you were like, I so want to appear on Conan because there's plenty of comedians that get that. And you had like a very s- small but still significant connection. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't even call him small. He wasn't small. He That's, was a very significant connection. Yeah, he's the head connection. writer. He's yeah. the head writer for Conan. Yeah, we so were you friends. had a, developed a relationship mm-hmm. with him and you were like, this might be my in. And you reached out to him and he kind of gave an answer that we expected, which was like, I mean, dude, I love you, but, like, if I let all my friends on, it wouldn't, right. you know, so, be a real thing. So, like, here's what you can do He sent and- me
1: to the booker. Yeah. And so then the booker kept looking at the emails, but nothing lined up. Right. And so I kept sending him so many different things. And it, I, as I was doing that, I was accomplishing all the other goals.
0: Right. Everything else on and the so list. And so I'm like, man,
1: there's only one goal left. And I think it was probably, what, November or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I... How do I accomplish it? It's the last yeah, thing. Yeah. And so my close friend who who was the head writer, he invited us out and so we went there and we um me and a couple you of my friends. You and friends, yeah, I yeah, didn't go, but me you and went with friends. a couple of
0: friends to mm-hmm. see a see to, Conan
1: Live. And just watch and I figured maybe I'll be able to see the booker and meet
0: him and, Right and have know. that
1: Get it going. You know, come to
0: ha- like <laughs> happen or whatever. Yeah. I don't and I, know how to say. I didn't it, get yeah. to see the
1: Booker. I got to hang out with you know the the writers and stuff like that. But I didn't get to see the Booker. Mm-hmm. And so like I was driving on my way after the show,
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was
1: really like disappointed. I'm like I was that close. Yeah, to, to the, finishing it. To finishing it. Then the next morning, like I go to bed or whatever, the yeah. next morning I get all these text messages from people all over. Yeah. And they're like, Chris. I,
0: I saw you last night. I saw you last night. I saw you night. on
1: Conan. And I was in the audience. Yeah. I was right next to a prop guy, like a dude that it was like a sketch. Yeah. And I was so right So he was next right to
0: next to him. to him. So when the camera <laughs> turned around to the audience, there was Chris. So Chris was <laughs> on Conan. I was. And this is lesson number one when it comes to goal setting. Mm. Be specific.
1: Yes. Be specific because <laughs> I was on Conan. And here's where it gets cooler. We
0: love the loophole. So
1: so let's let's go into a couple of different things. Can we do that? Can we go into yeah, a, a couple yeah, of yeah. different things? Nerd out. So, uh, yeah, I'm totally nerding out. So let's go with why you won't reach your goal.
0: Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah, because that's what we're titling this podcast. So people should know, you know, what keeps them, what gets them in the way.
1: Okay. Why you won't reach your goal. This is number one you think that you're somebody else.
0: Mm. And the reason
1: that I say this, because I always have to check myself when I'm trying to come up with goals. You can make a huge goal because you want to not just be a better you, you wanna be a different person. You think Mm. about a person that you know accomplished it and you wanna be that person.
0: Chris, that's so good. Yeah,
1: so this is, and I have to go through this with myself to go, well wait, Am I wanting to do this because this is who I am, my potential, yeah. Yeah. or am I thinking of Brad Pitt in <laughs> Fight Club, and I'm like, my body's not going to do that, right? Right. So that's good. Yeah. So it's like so he, true. I'm not going to be able to do three hours a day of workout. That's not my body. That's right. a, a, a you know Brad Pitt's body or right. whatever. Right. That's not me. So what's going to happen is you're going to wake up in the middle of you know your goal, and the you is going to come out. Not yeah. the you you're thinking or yeah. pretending to be, the real you. And the real you is gonna say, Why did you set this, man? Yeah. This isn't who I am. Yeah. So a lot of times you're setting the wrong goal. You're trying to be somebody else.
0: Right. No, that's really, really good. And I definitely, definitely can relate to that. I actually mm-hmm. just had this thought, and I feel like it happens every December slash like mm-hmm. this happens to me during like swimsuit season. So like June, July. And then this happens to me again, like right around October which is I have this really crazy thought where I'll say, you know, I don't fit in bathing suits the way I want to this year, but I can next year or I can by the end of the year. Oh, all yeah, I have yeah. to do is blank and I make up some crazy yeah. unrealistic goal where I'm like, all I have to do is eat a thousand calories, yeah. have every single <laughs> meal, have some form of soup in it yeah. and do 400 squats a day. Why get, why will not I just do that? Yeah. It's that easy. And it's like, what girl you don't even get up past eight like that's never (laughs) going to happen for you you know like how about you just start with getting a decent amount of water in your system and we'll go from there like so totally totally true well
1: and that's why like what you did which was all over tiktok i thought it was just so cool as you did the 10 mile a day walk Mm -hmm. that was you i I, like i remember going wow like what an epic thing like that fit you your personality you needed time to just like podcast headphones you know like put, yeah, put on put your my headphones, headphones and, and just go
0: just and listen. I literally said if there's one thing I know my body can do it's walk like yeah. I don't have to run I don't have to whatever but like I can walk forever without getting tired it's right. something I'm actually good at so why not do that
1: <laughs> and for me I'm more of like long distance running. Right. The walking, I get a little bored by. It's not a one size fit all when it comes to uh, reaching your goals. Like, And so then this goes to the second thing that people do, which is why they're not going to reach their goal if they do this. Um, you add too much or too little to the goal. Mm. Some people need to drink from a fire hose. That's more of a me. Like That's who I am. Uh, I'll get bored in a year. So I need to do something in 90 days, not a year.
0: That's who I am. I see what you're saying. Okay.
1: Other people need to set a five-year goal to reach something yeah. because that's who they are. They need five minutes a day to do something and they'll be consistent with that. Right. Right. Everybody thinks like, oh no, this is a year goal. I gotta yeah. do a year goal. That's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah. You're you're either you're putting too much pressure on yourself and mm-hmm. you're saying, Oh, okay, well, I have to. If I want to work out, I got to do a big workout every day for 365 days. Yeah, but maybe what you need is a wake up call for your body, and you go, I'm just gonna do 15 days and I'm gonna work out every day, and yeah. then I'm gonna figure out what I'm gonna do after that. Yeah, but already that's probably 15 days more that you've worked out than last year. Yeah, so it's not about trying to do a whole year, it's about what is what. What is going to make my ears perk up and say, you know what? I can do it. I want to do it. That's my personality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I chime in with a thought on that? Yeah. I feel like, and I I don't know if you have this, you know, in your psyche as one of the reasons why that people don't meet their goals. But I think it's true, not only for myself, but for others, is that a lot of times, too, when you miss your goal, especially if it's a daily mm, thing yeah. or a monthly thing, whatever, if you miss your goal, your brain says... You have to make up for what you missed. Yeah. And so, like, Bible reading is a huge one. Yeah. Somebody, like, kind of blew my mind last year when they were like, I don't even, I don't think it was you. It was someone else, but whoever. I mean, I'll give you credit if that was you. <laughs> was it, was it me. you? It oh, was me. okay. All right. That's okay. I'll give you credit. For <laughs> who, who knows who it is? <laughs> <laughs> no, but not seriousness. Yeah. It, it was really revolutionary for me. It's like, if you're trying to do the Bible in a year, and we have a friend who is doing the Bible in five years, yes. because that's what is realistic for them. Yes. And I love that because yeah. the end of the day, you're getting more word than you yeah. ever would. Yeah, You're reading it daily, and you're still going to read the whole Bible. So what does it matter if it's yeah. a year or five years? It doesn't make a difference. Yep. You're still getting the word every day. Anyway, um, when you start those tracks, a lot of times what ends up happening is you miss two days, or you, let's just say you miss a day. And then you're like, okay, I gotta read both days today because I I wanna make up for yesterday. And then, or you miss two days, you know, because you did a weekend away where you were in Orlando with your family and having fun and Magic Kingdom and blah, 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 blah. You miss two days, you get back and you're like, oh, I need to read three days now. And you get on this cycle of now it feels impossible because you're trying to make up from where you left or you're trying to go back to start. But you don't have to do that. Just pick up where you left off. So when it comes to, like, Bible reading, for me, if I miss a day, rather than trying to go back and be like, okay, now I need to triple read, I just read today's. Yeah. And then I can decide afterwards, do I want to go back or do I just want to keep pressing forward because I met my goal for the day? Yeah. And so, like, I think that that can trip people up a lot, um, but that's not the case. You just pick up where you left off and keep going. Keep moving forward. Don't think that you have to move backward to meet your goal.
1: It's so cool you said that because... You know, this is the modern Christian podcast, and I think I'm so glad you mentioned like the reading reading of the Bible because I have, oh, man, I spent so many years before with so much pressure on myself as a Christian, yeah. being like, well, why can I not read ten pages a day and get to the whole Bible in a year? And you know, wh- yeah. why can I not get there? And I think the real problem is I put so much pressure I used to put so much pressure that I thought it was like part of my identity as a Christian like now I'm a bad Christian if I'm missing 10 days whereas like what if I just have a more like flexible reality that is like well first off I'm saved under grace right through Jesus Christ through faith I'm not I'm not saved because I read 10 chapters today obviously yes should I be in the word absolutely 100 percent But, like, I think we put so much pressure that we created as a part of our identity. Like, well, if I missed it, right. maybe I missed it because I don't actually care. I don't want to read it. I don't, you know, when I, mm. whenever you said something the other day that I thought was so powerful about uh, what needs to be linked to our...
0: Uh, yeah, like our discipline.
1: Discipline. And I
0: was saying that um, I truly believe passion has to come before discipline because if i'm passionate about something like i'll give great examples if i'm passionate about sweating for the wedding Mm -hmm. or if i'm passionate about going to cabo by summer if i'm passionate about like you know um finishing a book or if i'm Mm -hmm. passionate about getting the nursery done before the baby comes like if you have that passion Nine times out of ten, you're going to complete that goal because you're passionate about the subject, because you're enthused about what's going to happen on the other side, because you can't wait to see what it looks like when you finish that bookcase that you – purchased from Goodwill and now is refurbished or whatever. If it, you're passionate about it, then the discipline comes by nature because yeah. you're excited to see the fruit. And I feel like what happens with like discipleship or like self discipleship or discipline in being in the word or, you know, worship or whatever it may be, we try to put Discipline first. We're like, well, it's a practice to be with God as a practice, and it's going to be boring, and yeah. that's okay. And it's like, well, what if it's not, though?
1: Yeah. Like,
0: genuinely, when I hear Francis Chan speak, I get passionate because yeah. I can hear his passion for God, and I'm like, man, I just pray that when people hear me talk about Jesus, that they feel the same thing I feel when I hear Francis Chan. And so it's like, when I listen to him, he makes me excited. And then from that passion, that's when I should be writing down in a notebook, what is my goal for getting closer with the Lord this year? And again, let's start there with getting closer to the Lord. I I didn't say with reading God's word. I didn't say with worship I didn't say with going to church or listening to sermons or whatever just how do I intend to grow my passion for Jesus and then out of that wellspring let's write down some goals
1: I love that it's passion over pressure
0: Yes, that's good. And what do we preach on I, I know we really do something. We preach.
1: You and I.
0: Someone called Steve. For did
1: it. something this year. I, I don't know if we do this every year, hmm. but like we had like a theme or a word. I've done this multiple years. I remember yeah. one year it was like boldness. I was
0: gonna say yeah, we've kind of done it like loosely, but loosely. never like you know. This year we sat down as a family because yeah. Johnny was included, and we you know really set out to.
1: Right, and I, and I I think what's cool is our word theme is so christ-centered that it helps the whole year to be under that umbrella yeah so instead of it saying well i have to read 10 chapters a day i'm like no this is the word whatever the word is the theme just one single word but it makes me want to focus on christ
0: yeah You know? yeah no it's really good Um, All right, let's get back into things that keep people from being able to achieve their goals. What holds them back?
1: Okay, so this is, I would say, the biggest thing. When I'm choosing a goal, I will not choose it unless I have this part figured out, okay? Um, A lot of times we tend to fail is because you forget the bigger motivation.
0: Oh, okay, kind of going back to that passion comment.
1: Yes, except what I like to do is I I label it. you got to have different whys Throughout, you have to have the first why that makes you go, I'm gonna do it. This is what gets you out of the bed in the first couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Can we, we like use an example to really explain it, like whether it's yeah. exercise or whatever? Actually, yeah. Using I have a, 10 pounds. I, I, have a,
1: I have a perfect oh, okay. example. Great. So, um, I, you know, started doing half marathons in COVID. Yeah. That's when I started training. And if you remember, we were like going somewhere, and I just turned and looked to you in the car, and I was like, I'm going to run a half marathon. Yeah. And I had already been thinking about it, but I had my layers of why. And so what that is, is like that first week I woke up and my why was, I don't know anybody personally that has run a half marathon. So that was my big first why. But after a couple of weeks, that why, your first thing that gets you out of bed tends to, like, uh, fade. It's not as attractive yeah. as it once were because you just go, maybe now there's you've a got reason the that blocks. they haven't done it. Right, right. right. Maybe there's a reason nobody else has done it around me, you know? Right. And and then, so then, I go to a different why, um, which is, you know what? I always wanted to prove to myself that I could be athletic because I never mm. believed I was athletic. Yeah. So then that got me through, like, the next month. Like, the second month, I was like, no, you know what? I normally would quit, but I I'm going to prove to myself I can yeah, do this. That's good. So it it got me into the second month. Then as I kept going um I I I said I wanted to get through my depression and that mm. was the why that started it all cuz I was that's going right. through depression it was it, it wasn't the one that got me up in the morning. Yeah. But it was the one that said, I have to do something different. I, I yeah. have to change my situation right. because I don't want to go, I, you know, I'm just depressed. I, yeah. I don't know what yeah. to do. And I'm not a depressed guy. Mm-hmm. So I came up with that goal. So there those are three layers. And I had a bunch more little layers coming yeah. in. And I would motivate myself to say, hey, I'm going to make myself a fruit parfait next, <laughs> you know, tomorrow morning. Like whatever carrot you can give yourself do it. Don't rely on the first carrot that you've ever had because yeah. it's going to fade. And it's that's just humanity. Right, If right. you go, oh, I want to be 25 pounds less so that I can be on the beach in Florida in June, but it's January.
0: Right. How easy can it be for that carrot to fade away off totally into the distance? Yeah. I really like that, too, because I feel like it gets to the heart of why you set the goals that you do. Because I think a lot of times we do set goals that will be physical, spiritual, mm-hmm. Um, mental, you know, mental health, whatever. And maybe internally, we know that we need these things, but we don't really have it. We haven't, like, kind of self-analyzed to figure out why do we want to do these things. Yeah. So, like, when you were talking, it made me think about something as simple as, like, somebody might say, I really want to spend less time on my phone. Well, that's a great goal, yeah. and I can understand why you might have that for 2024, because by nature, all of us are on our phone too much. Yeah, But, like, Why is that coming up for you? Like, why is that stirring in you? Do you have a a why? Right. And so if they're like, well, yeah, because I'm on my phone too much. Oh, okay, great. Well, your first why is that you want to stay off your phone because you're on it too much. Well, let's take that a step Mm -hmm. further. Why do you think you're on it too much? Yeah. You know, really self-analyzing. I think I'm on it too much because I don't have much of a social life. You know, that's become my social life because I don't really see my friends and family more. Okay, so you want to stay off your phone to engage with friends and family more you know so now that becomes kind of a second part of the goal to help you accomplish it is you've got to find the friends and family that Mm -hmm. are going to take up the time you would be spending on your phone and then to the third it's like okay well why do you want to spend time with friends and family well because i've been feeling depressed or because you know whatever fill in the blank is but i just think that that's really cool because it gets to the heart as to why you're starting these goals in the first place because that reasoning is in there. Yep. It just doesn't always surface.
1: That's exactly you know, it. If we
0: don't ask it to.
1: Yeah, that is 100% it. It's like you need to really self-analyze exactly what you said. Yeah. And I think sometimes like that's the place you really gotta start. Maybe what you need to do in January is just self-analyze like maybe yeah, you haven't good. decided it yet yeah. and that's totally fine but it's better than just panicking and being like oh it's january 1st i just need to like go with something well you're it's it's like a race you're not prepared for
0: you know, what you're saying makes me think of another thing that I feel like is really accurate and kind of keeps people back. Is kind of going back to what I was saying where January is like the Monday of the year for me.
1: Mm.
0: We're doing something. We're doing a 100-day challenge that I'm really excited mm-hmm. about, and I know you don't want to give away the details, and I'm okay with that, but what I love about doing this challenge is that we're actually starting on January 3rd. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. January 3rd. We are. And so what's cool about that to me is that it's not creating any kind of pressure. It's like January 1st will come and go, January 2nd will come and go, and I can feel comfortable in my skin knowing that, yes, I have a goal in mind, yes, I'm excited to accomplish it, but I don't have that pressure of like... It's the first of the year, right. and I'm running the race, and I, the guns going off. And we all, because the truth be told, we are running our own race. Right. Like like when it comes to goal setting, um, spiritual, mental, physical, whatever, is like it is your own personal journey, and you can totally bring in accountability and all of those things. But I think sometimes the pressure of um i know so many people that are like i don't do new year's resolutions yeah well that's number one reason why is because they feel like yeah. everybody does it and they're only going to fail themselves yeah. so like you know the new year is a great opportunity to reflect yeah and to begin anew but you know what spend all of january reflecting Yeah. like there's nothing wrong with doing that and totally. then start in february and it right. doesn't even have to be february first you know no but that's the shortest month of the year and it takes 21 days to start a new habit. There's only, there what, 28 days 28, yeah. in February. So what a great time to say. Leap year, say, I
1: think, this year, so 29.
0: Yeah, so what a great time to be like from the 1st of February to the last or, you know, yeah. from February 3rd to the last day of February. I'm going to create yeah. a new habit for myself because I've been thinking about it all January long. So oh, Yeah,
1: it's yeah. it's January. So our, we haven't started yet. As you mm-hmm. were saying, mm-hmm. I'm still eating chocolates.
0: I know, right? Literally. Like,
1: I'm not I'm not even doing anything different. In fact, if anything, I'm like, I'm going to eat what I can right now because <laughs> I'm shedding those pounds in the next few days. I have enough whys <laughs> to get it. This is one of the reasons I'm eating chocolate like a psychopath. That's so funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm over here just enjoying right now. But I know the day that I'm starting and I'm not letting other people dictate that day. That day is something that you and I had already set aside mm-hmm. and we're starting then.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Which I think kind of plays into another reason why some people fail their fail their goals is and I definitely have this bad habit is letting too many people in. Yeah. So you're like super private with your goals until you get to the halfway yes. point. And then I feel like you share it with everyone because yeah. you want people to join in because you're already a league I'm ahead always of them. Doing that, yeah. You're like, I'm running a half marathon. Who wants to join me? Because I've been training for six weeks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's messed up, Chris. But good on you. <laughs> but like well, you, true. you always keep your goals a secret yeah. in the beginning. Can you explain why?
1: Yeah. The reason is because there are so many naysayers and like they don't mean to be naysayers. But it's just people, I think, are so fraught with, like, they're stuck when they see somebody that wants to do something big that they can't do themselves or they think
0: they can't do themselves.
1: So without thinking of it subconsciously. Sorry,
0: but I have to say this. It's like that reality TV mindset. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Of, like,
0: how many times you and I, because we love reality TV, is we'll watch, like, Big Brother or Naked and Afraid or – um survivor well i know you <laughs> you me. watch Naked and
1: Afraid. i say we're eating can we please turn
0: that i off? know <laughs> but i love all of those shows like all yeah. the reality tv shows or competition shows mm-hmm. and like every time we'll say to ourselves like or out loud like oh i could do that like yeah. oh I, I think i could do that challenge or like i wouldn't have done it like that i, I can't it. believe he said that or I can't believe it, yeah. you know i would have kept that a secret till mm-hmm. the end And so, like, in the moment, it's so easy to be that person on the outside, like, totally judging that you can do it better. Mm -hmm. But in reality... Like, literally, if you were on the oh, show, yeah. you'd say the same thing that they all say to the camera. I really thought I was going to play this game differently.
1: I know. but every time we're watching Survivor, which we watch a lot, they go to commercial and Jeff Probst is always like,
0: how about you do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you and I you always... You think you
0: could do it better? I'm like, ooh, I just said I could, <laughs> but I'm not going to
1: audition. I know. And I always say, you know what? I think I'm going to audition. Then it goes to the show and I'm like, ooh, I don't want my feet in the sand. I'm so
0: Yeah, weird. I know. It's always the weirdest stuff. Chris will literally be, like, watching (laughs) Survivor, and then I'm like... I would do this show, and you're like, I would too. Uh, no, they're no. barefoot. <laughs> oh, that's what's holding you back. It's not swimming six miles. Yeah,
1: it's, well, I wouldn't even want to swim either. I know. There's too many things. Like, I don't like puzzles, so you would do great. Yeah, you're good at puzzles. I love the water. You I love, love the, the water. beach. Yep, I love puzzles. You, you, you've even said before you would have been a beach bum in a different totally. world. Totally, a
0: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, you grew up in Florida, so yeah. yeah, you have this like beach bum about you. Right. For me, like I. I cannot not <laughs> have my shirt off. Like That's if my shirt right was to. off, I'd cry. I think right. I would cry. And people would be like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. It's just And so then the weird. other funny
0: thing about it is there's always like that one thing where they'll have reward. Yeah. Like this challenge is for a reward. And every, like, it's probably about like the third reward in, they always whip out that the reward is peanut butter. Yeah. And Chris is like, I don't care what the challenge <laughs> is. If they're offering peanut butter, <laughs> I would win. I would.
1: Oh, I would play dirty too. I would legitimately like break ankles. Yeah. And, like, just when nobody's I mean, looking, i like, ah, yeah, I need and this peanut butter.
0: He said that one time. And then we we're watching the show. And then like the team won. And Jeff goes, you've won like you can have as much <laughs> peanut butter on this plate as you want but like there's no forks you just have to <laughs> scoop it with your bare hands and eat it and i'm like oh that's disgusting because like no i'd do it well do it's it peanut all day.
1: butter What's I eat wrong? peanut butter every every day. Yeah. I actually just had peanut butter before we recorded. Did you really? Yes, of course I did. What are you I a puppy? Love peanut butter. I am a puppy. <laughs> well, okay, and you know what? This kind of goes with it is like when it comes to diets. You and I both learned this that there are some things that we just have to keep in our diet anyway. It's so we true. learned this from our um our friend Justin, who's like a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. and he said he tells everybody that because he's a coach. He tells everybody, like, what's the one thing you got to have? Otherwise, like, you give up. So my question to you, and I think I know this answer. Okay. What's the one thing when we go on hardcore diets you still, you have to have? And I respect it. I make sure you have it. What is it?
0: Well, I'm thinking of two things. Oh, two things. So I don't know. So because this isn't necessarily a dietary thing, but popcorn.
1: Well, yeah. Is that what you were thinking? But no, like popcorn no, can be healthy. That's, so that's you not can, what I was thinking.
0: Okay, so then the second thing I was going to say was Oreos?
1: <laughs> no, not Oreos. Oh, I what? mean, those are all true, but, yeah. but no, bread. We oh, find I ways know. for you to have bread.
0: <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my gosh, my blood is bread.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> it really is. I have to live on bread.
1: Yeah. Like, it, man
0: does not live on bread alone, but I live on both Jesus <laughs> and bread alone.
1: Right. Like, wh- when we do diets. There's, you know, we make sure you get bread. Right. No, <laughs> we, seriously, We as though. the team. Uh, yeah, as we have team. to as a
0: team. Because yeah. I'll be like, fine, we could do the gluten-free thing. But, like, what's the good gluten-free bread? Like, right. we can't be cheaping out on that because yeah. I need the carbs. You,
1: you need it. And I get that. I don't need the bread. Right. So I let you eat it. I prefer to stay as far away from it. But I could not do a diet without peanut butter. And thankfully, like, people are usually okay with peanut butter. Yeah. I could not do it. I, I couldn't even do Survivor for five days. I would ask it, Jeff <laughs> every day. Uh, as the peanut butter challenge yeah here. peanut butter I'm willing to <laughs> trade the whole tribe's rice for my peanut butter they'd be like no
0: that's funny I love that they probably would let you just be the villain that year and be like alright fine you, yeah. you can steal the rice and give it to me I'll give you a jar of peanut butter no. for yourself
1: I think that's the reason I could do it I would be the villain I think you would <laughs> run the camp in such a good way everybody would be like Micah just said she won. She's going to win. <laughs> like, all right, win. I guess. It's so good. All right, all right. So all right. Moving on,
0: moving on. What is the, I think you have one okay. more, right? I do. reason why people I tend have... to miss their goals.
1: Yeah, I was just, yes. One more reason why people tend to miss the goals.
0: Okay, what were you going to say?
1: That's what I was going to say? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I was going to keep going on tangents. So oh. I might as well just, you know. Yeah, yeah, I could talk it. about reality shows forever. <laughs> you, you got me into it. I know. Okay, final reason why people tend to miss their goals you're not specific enough so like what I mean by that is you need to plan it out yeah and you need to have an end date so for me when I said hey I need to do like I even did this list last year I said I'm going to do the Chicago Marathon well I had I did the Chicago half marathon I had a date set I okay, bought, yeah. I bought the date I registered for the date while I was training, even like, I think in the first week I was training, I said, hey, I'm just gonna buy it now because I have an end date, And now I have money to it. And me, I'm so cheap. I'm like, oh, I got to do it now. Otherwise, I'm wasting my family money. (laughs) You know, that's (laughs) like I could have, you know, spent this on my family. So that's um, a good thing. Having buy-in,
0: literally buy-in of some kind.
1: So if you you say, well, I want to run, then like join a race, any race. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But put a little bit of skin in the game Mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to do that. Or if you're like, well, I want to be a speaker. Well, great. Sign up for... I don't know, an improv class and say, okay, well, the end date is like, I'm going to, or or volunteer at your church and say, hey, can I share something and pick a date? Say, can I share something in three months? And you're like working on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pick a real end date and then pick up your plan. So start with your end date. And then this is why I'm such a psycho with this. <laughs> I start with my end date and then I go back. Uh, like in, backwards
0: in time. Backwards looking in at time. What do you need to do in order to make that last end date?
1: Right, exactly. I think you need to have a plan set and then while you're doing it, be super realistic with yourself and go, why am I actually gonna do this? Like, am I going to do a three hour workout or am I just gonna do a 20 minute workout? Okay, let's change everything to 20 minutes, put an alarm clock and am I gonna do it at 5 a.m. or am I a late night person? I'm gonna do it at 10 p.m. Set the alarm for 9 p.m. so that you can get your mind ready and do it at 10.
0: Yeah. Well, and this is something that I don't think would show up for you as far as, like, not accomplishing your goal, but definitely would show up for me. So I think on the flip side of, like, you know, for you personally, it's, like, don't let people in until you feel comfortable because if you let them know your goal, you might be judged for it. You Mm -hmm. might, you know, maybe they'll hold you accountable in a way that ends up disappointing you because you haven't, you know, lived up to your own expectations, whatever, right? And I would say for me, I am such a social butterfly that I need people to walk out the journey alongside of me. So for me personally, it helped that when I did my 100-day walking challenge, Mm. I decided to put it on TikTok. Right. Um, Because I knew like if I were to ask somebody to do it with me, if I'm like, hey, walk every day with me 10 miles – well, what are the chances they're going to back out or they can't do it or whatever? But I did need some form of accountability. Accountability. So documenting it for me was an easy way to have that accountability because as I started the journey, more and more people would comment and be like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, whatever. Like people I didn't even know, you know? And so I would just say like also too, you might not be reaching your goals because you are keeping them private. Like maybe you do need to get someone involved to either walk it out alongside of you or – to check up in on you to say, like, how's that going and hold you accountable to that. Or again, even just being accountable to yourself, like finding an outlet, whether it's social media or a journal or whatever, just to say, like, I'm documenting this Mm -hmm. journey. So I, you know, every day I want to be able to do this. I know there's an app and I wish I knew the name of it, but there is a fitness app that allows you to take a picture at the end of every month. And so that might be Um, your goal. It's like I'm working to be able to take that photo at the end of the month and log it into this app so I can look back at myself in 12 months or six months at all the photos and see that progress, you know. And it's for you personally.
1: Right. And, you know, I love the idea of being unprecedented in my own life. So, like, even if you go, well, I've never been the weight that I want to be. Great. Like, you can prove to yourself that you can do those things. Yeah. Um, One of the things I I love that you said, which was, like... Because you are very much... I love that you do that. Like, you love... Uh, kind of letting people know, like, mm-hmm, these are the goals, mm-hmm. these are what I'm doing. I probably
0: blab my mouth too much about what's going on in my life and what it looks like.
1: Well, when you did it on TikTok, one thing I loved is you even shared your whys, your layers of whys. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you do a video and say, this is why I'm doing it. And it's like, it was just so cool. And people would, you know, post, wow, what a great reason. Like, man, this is so cool. And so, like, I think it goes back to what we said in the beginning. You know, you need to be uh, the you, the better you, not not be not somebody else. else.
0: Yeah. Here's another really encouraging thing, at least it is for me, is that, like, nothing is really new under the sun. Yeah. So if you want to lo- lose 100 pounds in a year or if you want to, like, be able to do stand-up comedy or right. you want to be able to speak at your church or you whatever the goal may be, you want to financially be stable by, you know, halfway through the year – you can YouTube or Google Mm -hmm. or TikTok search or like almost any one of those topics and you will see a plethora of people who have failed, who have succeeded, who have opinions, who, you know, and obviously you want to find the godly things, but, um, you know, I'm just saying that like there's so much resource out there for you to see like, oh, I love the way that this person did this. I'm going to follow that method. So you are not completely on your own to be like, You know, like you said, nobody in my family has ever done this before, so I don't even know where to start. So I think that that's really cool.
1: Well, and, you know, I think this is also why, like, I would rather, I lean on that. I would rather, like, go look up professionals, go watch all that, and before I talk to other people first, because I don't know everything either. And I think sometimes when I talk to other people first, this is the reason I stopped doing it. Is that people go, Well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? But they also know as little as I know.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: now my brain, especially because I love listening to other people, right. my brain is confused because I'm like, Oh, like they're saying. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I, yeah. yeah. They're like, well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do 10, 5K races? you base it
0: on, yeah, Ooh. this is so true of you. You will be like, well, I read a book. Yes. And it said, if I want to blank, this is what I have to do. Yeah. You know, I got to do this, 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 that. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool because you can reference something. And then people usually be like, oh, cool. I'd like to read that book too. Exactly. So, you know, that's cool. I think I want to leave people with this idea too, because obviously we are the Modern Christian mm-hmm. Podcast, is that in everything you do, put god in every single one of your goals even if it feels silly if it sounds silly it's so important that god is a part of it all even if you find yourself off track like the beautiful thing is is god always has this grace filled way of getting you back on track so i love that proverbs 3 6 says this and i'm actually going to read it in three different versions because i think it's like i don't know hearing it these three different ways is so good so esv says proverbs 3 6 In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Mm. So like keep that for what exactly it is. Like acknowledge God in everything and he's going to give you the right path. This is the NLT version. Seek his will in all that you do and he will show you which path to take. Mm. I love the way that sounds. Like it's even more fruitful of like, okay, I get it. Like I just have to seek his will. What does he want for my body? What does he want for my finances? What does he want? And... Um, you know, obviously one, it's to honor him, but two, it's because God wants what's best for you. Yeah. And then the third is the message version. Listen for God's voice in everything that you do and everywhere that you go, he is the one who will keep you on track. Mm. And I love that. I love that final version. Like it, it's emphasizing everything that was said in those other versions is like, God's going to keep you on track. He's going to be Mm. the one to help you remain accountable. And even if you find yourself off the path, then just look to him. He's going Mm. to be filled with grace and say, here's where we're going to pick up where we left off and keep moving forward. So, yeah. What are your final thoughts?
1: I love that. I love that. Um, It kind of, uh, I think my final thought is um, also a uh, kind of a fruit of the spirit, which is like endurance, perseverance. Um, Don't give up. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of conjoined with a different thing, which is don't give up and understand that the finish line may not look like how you thought it did. Like that Conan story that I shared, you know, yeah, it, yeah I was on it. It was great. Um, but that wasn't at all what I planned. But the cool thing is I didn't give up. The next year I was like, if it's not Conan, maybe it'll be a different show. And I ended up on a TV show that had two times the, the amount viewership, yeah. of viewership. And so and then I ended up so on that true. show a couple of times. Yeah. And so it was really cool. It's like what I thought was was the only way to go, I'm so glad it didn't because yeah. I think that would have changed a little bit of what I wanted people to 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 kind of see who I sure. am anyway. Like yeah. they would have Not seen the real me, I think, if I was on that show. It just would've looked different.
0: Well, and oh, I love that so much because we just heard a pastor talking about how like he had set a goal for himself Mm -hmm. to preach to a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Like viewing him out of his church. Like that was his goal. He was like, eventually I want to get to the place where there's a hundred thousand ears listening to a message from the Lord through me. Yeah. You know, and that was a true goal of his. And he was honorable before the Lord and putting in his seeds and like, you know, sowing and plowing and all the things. And then COVID struck and he was like, okay, well this is definitely never going to happen. And he was like, the craziest thing was is that in the midst of COVID Mm -hmm. I had four people in attendance in my audience and it was basically my production crew And there was a hundred, there was over a hundred thousand people listening online on a Sunday, on a Sunday morning. That was the first time we ever broke a hundred thousand people listening. Amazing. And he's like, I could have never, ever written that story myself. Would have never thought it up. Would have never imagined it. I didn't think that that was ever going to happen like that. Right. And so that just goes to show you like, keep, Keep pursuing your goal. I mean, I thought your story was amazing too. Keep pursuing your goal because you just never know what it's going to look like on the other side.
1: Right. And like you said, involve God in the beginning and then just keep trusting and have faith and keep moving. And yeah, allow yourself to pivot, to be like, all right, this thing is not going to go the way that I thought it is. So God, what do you have in plan? Like he, he was there in the beginning with this, this desire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. If you want to chat with us, ask uh, any questions, maybe figure out what that red leather couch looks like, you can (laughs) reach out to us on social media. I am at Micah Wineland on all things.
1: And I'm at Chris Wineland. Comedy everywhere.
0: So we'll see you guys. And uh, we're going to kind of do like a a part two in a weird way. It's going to be a little bit different, but just talking about how if this is all the ways not to achieve your goals, how do we achieve them in the next episode? So be looking out for that. All right, goodbye. See ya.